You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops for the intelligent wrestling fan. And now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Alley and Vlad the Impaler. High Spots and Cheap Pops! And we have breaking frickin' news uh, with a broken frickin' neck. Vlad the Impaler, <laughs> there have been contracts that have been impaled by WWE, and these are these are probably for me the most shocking releases in the company's history for the timing and the names. Impaler, who got future endeavored by the WWE today? Big names here, Mr. Silicon, Steve Valley. Big names. Names such as. Braun Strowman. Fired? Exactly. A monster among the unemployed. <laughs> oh, man. COVID's going to be done. I don't know what I'm going to do. COVID's not going <laughs> to This COVID thing happened. Are they going to end my unemployment? <laughs> you don't understand. Exactly. I need my unemployment check. Extend it. <laughs> I'm on hold for three hours. <laughs> it's our infrastructure. Whoa. Who else? Bro? Alistair Black, who was my personal favorite on this list. He just kicked Biggie's head clean off to end SmackDown and they fired him. What is going yeah. up? Like, how is yeah, this, this even possible? This is crazy. This is like a crazy man gotten loose in the offices of WWE and just started hitting buttons. I don't know. I don't know. I never really got that Alex the Black guy. Get rid of Ron Strowman. Get rid of him. <laughs> he used to be bigger and fatter. I like to be fatter. Fire! <laughs> I told him to get rid of that goddamn bear. Goddamn it. <laughs> Kelly Williams joined. Kelly, what do you feel about Braun Strowman and Alistair Black getting cut? Where is he going to get these paychecks instead of those hands? Oh, man. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. That's great. Braun Alistair Black, though. That joke would have been better. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll edit the joke <laughs> in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bring Sally up, bring Sally down, and he came up out of the ground. That was Alistair Black, yeah. yeah. He had to bring Sally up. Watch <laughs> <laughs> a mania. They did a whole bring Sally up, bring Sally down, and it was Alistair Black going <laughs> But that's insane to me. I mean, he was finally getting this awesome main event push. He was doing something that you dug, and they fired him. They they just released like the coolest thing that was um, approaching anything to Roman Reigns on SmackDown. Who else? Now we got uh, on uh, on their way out of WWE. Future endeavored Lana. So she'll be in AEW more more than likely. Oh, yeah. If you had to bet your bottom dollar, I'd say yes. She can't wrestle, so she'll only have to be a valet. Yeah, and it, she, she's probably, well, I don't know. I mean, 
I would, I don't know if she's content with that. Let's put it that way. But I mean, how many tables does a poor girl have to go through and then they release her? Yeah, and you know what? And they could have her work in, in AEW. You see some of the matches in AEW with their lower card levels. Yeah. Matches. I mean, come on. Lana can, Lana can work one of those nights. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She'll, she'll fit it uh, real nicely there on AEW Dark. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and you know what? Like, they could, like, if they keep Miro as he currently is, which is like this crazy brute, which is what he should have always been. And they put his wife, this, um, you know, very attractive blonde American girl on his arm. And is he's like at all like mistreating her verbally or something, man, that's going to draw a lot more heat. He could be like almost macho man in this way. But they did that already. And then they, they had that stupid, that stupid storyline with Paul Ziggler that lasted about three weeks. And then Lana and Rusev, <laughs> got married over a weekend and ruined and put it on Instagram and ruined the entire storyline. So they had to break it. <laughs> and a lot of that dropped the act and it was all downhill from Rusev after that. It really was yeah, and you, literally. And then he had a quick run with Rusev day, but then they ruined that too. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the other thing that really got him on Vince's shit list, he cut his hair. You can't make big bodily changes, though. That has been a yeah. lifelong. Everyone knows that in WWE. So I, I Roos yeah. is a little bit of a crybaby when he talks about how he was treated in WWE. In my opinion, yeah. there's a lot worse. You ever heard of a guy named Bret Hart? He was treated a little worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bret's had it kind of bad, you know. Like all things considered. How about how about guys who? If they didn't show up, no matter what kind of pain they were, and if they didn't show up, they were going to get fired or lose a paycheck. I mean, come on, come on, Miro, right. chill, chill out, bud. Yeah, I knew they were going to fire me. Even though I do love what he's doing in AEW, <laughs> I don't want to see Lana with Rusev. To be honest with you, or Miro. Yeah, but who is next? Yeah, yeah. Actually, this next one I was, I think, has a big opportunity, possibly in AEW. Who's the next one? Uh, none other than Ruby Riot. She can make some waves in AEW. This AEW women's division, all of a sudden, if you bring in the Iconics, which you assume will be there because her husband is also, even though he just did the job on the main event last, as we knew he would, probably. Uh, right. But you have the Iconics and you have Ruby Riot to add to that division. That division with Britt Baker on the top, that all of a sudden is becoming a very interesting and entertaining division. Yeah, they just added a nice pool of talent right there. And and rounding out this amazing list, this half dozen WWE deaths, who finishes this out? Yeah. Uh, next is another guy who I think would be great at AEW, fit right in. Uh, Murphy. He might be more impact. I think he would be better. In uh, He'd be a world champion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a great point. Yeah, versus being sort of mid-card guy in AEW. Yeah, maybe he's TNA, TNA T champion. That's it. But I like Murphy. Yeah, Murphy's yeah. got a lot of opportunity. People have been very high on Murphy for a long time. Did some great work with Seth Rollins. He, I think he's a former tag team champion NXT. 
actually with Alexa Bliss. Now we're going back six or seven years. So Murphy is a great hand, and I, whatever he lands, he's going to do a good job. He'll probably actually also do some work with New Japan as well. But we're going to get into that, by the way, after all this. We're going to get into that whole thing last week. There is so much to talk about in the world of professional wrestling, folks. And you're getting the best of it right here on High Spots and Cheap Pops with Vladdy and Taylor. And yours truly, the Silicon One. Silicon Steve Allen. But ladies, I'm not Silicon all over the place, if you know what I mean. Or am I? I don't know. Would, would that be good or bad? All right, whatever. It's a two-way street. So finally... <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were asking me or Kelly Williams. Both. <laughs> Kelly Williams isn't close enough to the microphone to really make a contribution. Uh, I got you. But she was involved. So then finally, we have Santana Garrett, who I would say you or I would not be able to pick out of a lineup. Who the hell is he? <laughs> I believe you know, it is Santana's a she. kid. <laughs> who's a famous mr garrett that would be uh mrs garrett's husband that we never saw <laughs> was there a famous garrett i'm trying to think i'm trying I'm, to think i, I thought yeah. about double j jeff jarrett but that's with a jack yeah not, not a g mrs garrett but i don't know if she'll that's the kill her it's not even wrestling that's different strokes <laughs> or the facts of life depending. facts of life more but she originated that of course yeah. we know it's a spinoff of different strokes does facts of life doesn't get enough credit for being a spinoff of uh different strokes and it's irrelevant now anyway so let's talk about <laughs> the timing of why we're doing this braun Strowman has a long career ahead of him. He's athletic. I think his best days are ahead of him. He was getting better in the ring. Yeah. When he was given an opportunity, every time he was given a big opportunity, for the most part, except toward the end with The Fiend and whatever was going on recently, for the most part, Braun Strowman delivered. And with his size, you got to wonder why you would cut him. He's making a lot of money in comparison to some of the mid-card guys. Yeah. So maybe that's why. And then you go to Alistair Black. This was all sudden. This was all, it's almost as sudden as if these guys did something really screwed up, but they didn't. I mean, Alistair Black, as we said, he ended SmackDown after a, all these awesome vignettes telling this badass story of his character and where he's from. He comes out and kicks the head off one of the top baby faces on that show, if not the top baby face in Big E, and SmackDown, ends your best show. And then, Five days later, you fire the guy for no reason other than future endeavored. We wish him luck. Uh, wasn't in our plans. Too expensive. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah, it makes absolute zero sense. And honestly, in my opinion, in terms of Alistair Black, he is going to go down as one of the great misses in WWE history. That was such a swing and a miss with a great talent that they could have really done a lot of business with like he could have been the heir apparent to heir apparent to like the undertaker in ways no we've said that about a couple similar but yeah yeah and and, but in his own cool way you know he's not gonna be the dead man but he's gonna be this dark and sinister type dude and 
he's all tatted up and, and it's a real guy and he can kick your ass most likely. And he's extraordinarily athletic. He does a lot of, and yep. he's, he's a, the badass. He really is. And he's going to let yes. you know what he's going to, he's a great guy for new Japan. That would be some exciting stuff. I can see him and Okada having some great matches. I can see him and Naito having some great matches. Abushi, him and him and Ishii. But also, obviously, and look, we're AEW fans. We really don't watch TNA. So, yeah, the guys we really like, we're going to want them to go to AEW if they're not going to be in WWE. And in many cases, we rather them in, in AEW because we think that they are going to be able to create a character of their own personality and they won't be held back. Alistair Back fits that bill. I'm not sure if Strowman does. But Strowman, yeah. they can work with Strowman. And now you've got Strowman there. Holy cow. Matt, I mean, Strowman's going to go to AEW without it. It'll probably, and maybe even go to New Japan. You know what? I, I could see him doing the whole AEW thing. I could see him being on board there. It's like, it's, I think he recently just built a house. Like, this is something where he's not going to want to necessarily probably travel to Japan on the regular. Whereas he could just like go, yeah, I mean, hell, they're going to be traveling all across America, but, you know, sort of based out of the Jacksonville areas, like become home base for AEW at this point. So it, it's like, I could see him going there and just making a huge difference. And I'll tell you another thing. Big Show and him had a great little program that didn't get, they got a main event, but it didn't really get as much yeah. as it probably could have. I can guarantee you that Paul White and Adam Share, whatever his name may be, yeah, those two guys are going to be able to work again in a big spot in AEW, most likely. Because I'm with you. I think Braun Strowman, and I think he's definitely to AEW. I think that Alistair Black is probably to AEW. I'm not sure his relationship, but Buddy Murphy, I would rather see him go to TNA because I think he could be a little bit better there. I think he'd have a little more room there. Uh, and I definitely would love to see Ruby Riot in AEW as well because it would really help that women's division. Um, Ruby Riot, I would kind of get. Buddy Murphy, I'd kind of get. No. Uh, Lana, I would even get. No. And Santana, I don't know about. But Strowman and Black make me believe that the rumors on the internet might have some validity. Is Vince McMahon going to sell? his majority stake in WWE entertainment. And that has got to be a question that needs to be asked because you don't cut Strowman in black in this moment right now for literally no reason, unless there's something else going on. What else could it be? It makes zero sense other than maybe a sale. Like, why would you do this, any of this creatively, unless you were going to go and pull the trigger and do something drastic? This was something that they came up with the last three days. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Yes. Absolutely. Alistair Black was going to be getting a monster push as a heel. Yeah. He totally was. And so this happened out of nowhere. And you hear things. WWE Network is sold to Peacock. Yeah. Raw is an abomination. It's like they're not even trying. <laughs> they aren't. They've gotten to the point where people are like going on raw cleanses. 
They people have not had any raw in six weeks. I haven't watched raw in about six weeks. Yeah. At least. I think I've missed the last I think I've missed the last three now. I I checked out about three weeks before me. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention at all. Yeah. And didn't they just bring somebody back that was horrible this past week on Raw? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. He's all rumors. Like somebody that's it's horrible. Okay. Alberto Del Rio, did he come back this week on Raw? No. I, I heard a rumor, I and I heard he's a complete scumbag, and no one ever wants to work with him again. So I would find that hard to believe. But I did read a rumor, I think on Wrestle Talk, possibly, that Alberto Del Rio was coming back or was thinking of coming back, and he would be on Raw. And I would just think, like, geez, that would. It's like they're doing it on purpose. It's like they're trying to make this show horrible on purpose. Because Alberto Del Rio, I never got. I never did. I didn't get it. I yeah. Didn't know why he was one of the best. He was in a main event spot. I mean, if they really wanted to ruin it, they could have just kept Gallows and Anderson on. <laughs> and by the way, to your point about Braun <laughs> Strowman, the Good Brothers and Braun Strowman are very, very dear friends. They yeah yeah WWE. So that's just another idea that Strowman is not probably too worried. He actually said he's very grateful for the run that WWE gave him. But look, AEW here, and and it's good for AEW. They're really, they needed a big pay-per-view. They got one. They got great reaction overall from the pay-per-view. And now you have a lot of talent that might be coming there with the next one. Don't forget. All those releases that happened like two months ago, those people are going to start popping up within the next few weeks. Yep. They're going to start popping up here and there. AEW just announced another show on TNT or on Turner Television. I think it's going to be on TBS. So despite all the shit that I talked in AEW and you talked in AEW, they look like they're in a pretty good spot after a good reaction from their pay-per-view despite their lead-in on a really weird night in time. And wasn't really in a lot of surprises. We're going to get into that, but I'm more focused right now. What do you think's happening with it? Is Vince McMahon going to sell WWE? And if he is, who do you see being the people who will do it? Will it be ESPN slash Disney? Is it going to be NBC? Who buys? Who takes over? Viacom? I mean, who takes over WWE? Uh, I would have to think it'd be like the Peacock Network. I mean, like, why would they go and just acquire, make half their their streaming service all WWE content, or even more than half? You know, so I, I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming they're going completely all in and looking to buy this, and it's going to be really interesting to see how this evolves. Is this Vince selling it, and and I don't know, does does Triple H and Stephanie and Shane have to go and buy their shares or something like that and try to, like, hold creative control in some, some sort of a deal like that where they have to invest themselves into this thing? I mean, maybe Vince is just looking to relinquish it. I mean, everyone thought he was going to die in the chair. I don't know, but this is surprising because Vince seems like he's in pretty darn good shape still. By all recollection. You know what? Um yeah, his voice is getting like on the weaker side. He, and, and you know what? Like seeing him as we were growing up and, and even like into the attitude area, he was like all this like hulkish sort of dude with the, yeah. the big deep voice. And now 
you know, it, you know, father time is undefeated and Vince for his age still looks great, but you can see like, you know, he, he's there. It, he's, he's past, you know, his peak. And you hear it in his voice and it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit sad in ways, but he's showing his human side, I guess. I mean, I thought the guy was going to live forever, but. And they're doing that big documentary. I think it's for Netflix on him as well. Yeah. So, which is going to be mine. It's going to be, I mean, and this yeah. is the one time you're going to open up and really get a peek into Vince McMahon. Cause he's been a very private guy about a lot of things. Yeah. He's opened up a few times, particularly in the Howard Stern show. And I think he had a book. But um, overall, he's been a pretty private guy on how he really thinks about things. You hear all these crazy stories about him. You know, things like if you sneeze in front of him, he thinks you're weak. Or, you know, just things like that. So you're going to kind of see that curtain pulled back a little bit on that. Maybe this is getting to the end. I I don't know how it's going to happen. I just find it very weird now. Or was something happened where Alistair Black demanded? I just can't see all six of these people all demanding to be released, and then granting it. No, no, like they, they're you know anybody who's spoken about it so far of those that were released have mentioned they were told it was budget cuts. Budget cuts. They just had their one of their best fiscal years. But they're making themselves look more profitable quickly for some reason. Yeah, I mean that does usually sign in the corporate world when you're doing that. It does sign it does get the bottom dollar looking a little bit nicer to a possible suitor. And not to mention Nick Khan who is now the business right-hand man of WWE. His MO is negotiating large acquisitions and large deals. None of these people were involved in any major storylines right now with the exception of Aleister Black. And that's why he's the most surprising one because it led vignette after vignette after vignette week after week since WrestleMania. And then he has his big debut, kicks the head off of Biggie. And you look like he's off to the races with a big feud with Biggie Langston and cool. And then five days later, he has a pink slip. He's future endeavored. It's this is weird. These are the weirdest and most shocking releases. And WWE's had a lot of those the last couple of years. But this might be the most shocking day of all. Yeah, the combination of Strowman and Black alone. Like, you have a, you have a huge dude that can go. is a monster among men, really. Like, it, the name is fitting. Oh. And then you have Aleister Black. And then, and then you have Alistair Black, who is as talented as anybody walking this planet. And I mean, what would you like? Like what? Like let's go this way: Alistair Black versus Kenny Omega. Like that match is going to be insane. Oh my, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fantasy booking you can start right now at Alistair. Black. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Kenny Omega and Alistair alone see what they can do together and it's just going to be good I, I not sure what Alistair's going to do but it in fact I, what was his name it's not going to be Alistair Black I think it was Tom something Tommy End so he's going to be Tommy End so we should stop calling him Alistair Black Tommy yeah. End is coming back it's kind of like Moxley 
I mean, this guy's he's not a young pup. This guy's been around. Yeah. He is. He's been he's yeah. been in the indie scene I think since 2002 he's been wrestling. And you know what man you could see he's like seasoned. He's the he's this sort of guy that he's portraying and um it's believable. And I and I've seen him wrestle in person and I've seen him wrestle plenty on TV. He's one of the more talented guys I've seen in the last 10 years easy. Yeah, he was great. I mean that run he had in nxt you really that's all you really needed to see to see how good he was yeah it wasn't long but you saw exactly what you needed to see and they knew what they had with him because again they were about to give him a big main event push so they knew what they had they cut him anyway he's the most because even if you're budget cutting why would you pick him that's the most bizarre one of all yeah you could do the most with him and it's for like less than a million dollars and you could have him on your TV getting ratings like crazy through this guy's creativity and his matches, but nah, screw it. Like, uh, let's go shit can him future endeavor endeavor. Yeah. There's something going on here, man. There's definitely something going on here. I'm calling it just like I called it the young bucks returning heel, which I was right about. You were right. Yep. Even though I just lost two games on the pay-per-view. So we are, Almost neck and neck, my friend. That is incredible. Look at that. I, I knew I had it in me. I knew I was going to scratch and claw and get make this competitive. Well, I'll tell you what, and, and that is a great segue as we get into Double or Nothing Review. <laughs> Vlad the Impaler, you didn't see Double or Nothing, so ask away. I will go over with, I will take you on a little journey through what really turned out to be a fantastic pay-per-view. We were both apprehensive, wondering how it was going to be. We were beating up AEW for a couple weeks in a row. But we're going to get into AEW review of the last pay-per-view, which is Double or Nothing. All that on the very next episode of High Spots and Cheap Pops with Vlad the Impaler and Silicon Steve Valley. Please check us out again. This is the Silicon One Steve Alley for High Spots and Cheap Pops. We'll see you guys next time.